0: Hello and welcome. It's me, Danny Stack. And me, Tim Clay. At the UK Scriptwriters Podcast. And today we're with um, Joseph Martin. Hello, Joe.
1: Hi. (laughs)
0: Uh, And we're talking about documentary filmmaking because we haven't covered that in the podcast so far. Um, And we thought it'd be really interesting to talk to Joe about what he's done, uh, his career so far, and what he's up to now. Um, But also just about documentary techniques... Um, and what that means for screenwriters or what it means for documentary, documentary filmmakers, in fact, because I know writing comes into the whole process. Or yes. does it? That's what we're here to find out. And indeed,
2: out. I know some fictional writers make documentaries to explore a topic beforehand. Yeah. So there is an overlap. Anyway, never mind all that. Joe, <laughs> that's our opinion, but we don't know what we're talking about. We don't about. know, so we want uh, to tell, find out. Tell us your own, tell us, uh, your own story. Documentary style uh, <laughs> about how you got into filmmaking and um, sure, your own yeah. take on writing, and, and we'll see how we get on.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, so the classic kind of bio, I guess, is um, I went to film school and uh, I I made some some sort of shorts and things. And uh, where was film school? That was in Farnham. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, the yeah, UCA. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually, uh, yeah, so I went to Farnham and and, and did the course there, and I, I, I did documentaries and fiction, mm. uh, so I made a fiction, well, a fiction short I made, ended up getting nominated for a Royal Television Society Award, and, and ended up going to Brief Encounters and getting some mm. other nations, and was like, was a good short that did really well, mm-hmm. but I also did a documentary that did, like, kind of really well, like, it won... Not just like the RTS, we won two RTS awards and got picked up by the Commonwealth Broadcast Association and played. So I somehow found myself really drifting off into mm. do, the doc world. And then uh, after I graduated, um, st- I, started, I made a film within about a year, it was a, it was a year, it was just less than a year of graduating, I managed to get a commission from Channel 4 to make a film about, well it was an interesting story actually, because originally it was going to be about the EDL um, English Defence League and as we, we started filming the Channel 4 had realised that another department had already been commissioned oh. to do this film <laughs> as as about a similar topic which was a nightmare and uh, so they said well you know come back to us with something if you have anything and I remember thinking it was like you know Alan Partridge you know that mm-hmm. episode yeah it's, Monkey it's, Tennis and yeah, all that. Yeah. <laughs> a Partridge <of> monster <laughs> <pigeons> and Monster Pigeons <laughs> And they were like, "What have you got?" And you sat there, with the commissioner, and they're like Channel Four, and they've got all the f- f- glass, glass walls, and funky big yeah, furniture. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, "Fuck, that's like hard." <laughs> you have now, <laughs> and you're like, "What? What, what am I going to do?" What's your ideas? And you're like, "Oh, right." And I remember we, uh, the producer Danielle, we went back. And we're like, what are we going to come up with? And uh, we always have this thing now. Whenever we come up with an idea, we say, "Is this clown counseling? Because she had this idea about these clowns that she'd read about and people getting this this counselling to stop them getting this phobia and in such this desperate hunt for a story Danny was like this is a good idea and then a few days later she was like that's a, that's a fucking terrible idea like, <laughs> no I don't happen? think it is
2: I think I'm oh, nicking it oh
1: yeah but she was I like think, I still want to see that how did, how did, how did, how did, how did <laughs> I she was like that's she's like we never want to get so desperate again yeah that we come up with something like that yeah. but anyway we ended up <laughs> This, this was the next idea that we did actually go with, but it, it, was, it was similarly crazy. It was this person was running a lottery for IVF treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, so we ended up doing, and it made the front pages, everything, and everything, and Danny ended up getting access to this lady. And so we signed up to do that, and we did the documentary for them. Uh, for Channel 4 it's called Winner Baby. You don't get to choose the titles. Uh, no really. They, they give you the titles. Yeah yeah no no one ever knows this. So I remember do you remember that when that show um Benefit Street came yeah. out yeah, and yeah, they yeah. got absolutely rinsed yeah. through the press it was like how can you call it Benefit Street when no one on the streets on benefits well, they're yeah. not all... but you don't choose it. Um, yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, scheduling chooses it and, and they'll tell you I mean you can you can Yeah but these, th- these titles they pick a click Clickbait style yeah, titles, tightly, aren't they? Well,
2: tightly.
0: also, I mean, Joe, you might not know. I have worked at Channel Four, mm. and I raised the commissioning forms for shows, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that they would go through program finance, so you could get paid, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I never had the the thing of choosing the titles, mm. or that, or mm. that finance chose the titles. But maybe documentaries was different, as and as you say, yeah, scheduling yeah. Or maybe having a word. I think so, we
1: we, we 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 were told that. Well ev- both stocks I did for turn Four, we didn't get to choose the title mm. I mean it was made quite clear
0: That's interesting What strand was that then?
1: That was uh, that was the first cut so that was a new talent strand Okay yeah mm. Um, so
2: you must have been feeling pretty excited at this point,
1: or were you?
2: I mean, it just sounds exciting, but then what we've learned during this podcast is everything sounds exciting when you reflect upon it. You'd be yeah. like, no, six months where I didn't know what I was doing. But, you know, you make mm. a couple of student films that do really well, and then within a year you get in your shows and have those it... good commissions made. That's like proper, proper fast track through, isn't it? I mean, that's Yeah, like...
1: no, it was, and it was exciting, but there's also the intense... Uh, yeah, I mean, it was exciting, but the problem that we had was that this IVF lottery, because it had come out and was on the front page of The Sun and everything, they'd had a license, and then their license was put under question. And so the whole time I was filming this documentary, I was like, I is this actually going to happen? And what yeah, happens if yeah, this yeah, doesn't yeah. happen? And bearing in mind that side that we'd already had had been pulled out, mm. which was lucky, because it was the channel's mistake. So they, mm. they said, okay, well, you know, come straight back to us. But it was... I mean, it was hairy, man. Yeah, mm. and it was. Do but you, it is exciting. I mean, for sure. Yeah. Do
0: you think you got the Channel Four attention because of the awards? Yeah, because yeah, that's what I like to specify sometimes. You know how people kind of say, "Oh, and then this happened, and this happened." It's just like it's, yeah, it's a natural occurrence kind of thing, and it must have been easy. Yeah. Be, well, you you did the work. You got some um, recognition and awards. So then yeah. Channel Four obviously said. Well, it
1: was because it because it, it was the artist award, but it wasn't just it, so it won the regional award, but then it won the overall. National awards so mm. like of all the student films, it mm. won that year. Yeah, which is kind of a big deal, and and I know it, it, that definitely helps when you can go in and, and say that. Plus, the other thing that we did, which was clever, is that a lot of short films people make are uh, like ten, twelve minutes. Yeah, uh, which is kind of pointless um, in documentary world because okay. well, it's not. It depends what you want to do. If mm. you want to go to festivals and then it, it, yeah, that's that's a good length, probably mm. even shorter. But if you want... Because we had made a 24-minute film, and, I, yeah. and I'd said, I'm going to make a half it hour sort of It thing. was a TV half yeah, hour, yeah. and at that time, first cut was 24 minutes. Mm. So when we went in... I mean, I remember someone in the, the, the channel, one of the commissioners said, you're the youngest person we've ever let do a documentary. Like, so mm. it was like... How old were you then? I was 22. Right. But they were like, we're going to let you do that because... You've proved it because you've done yeah. twenty four minutes. Yeah. We wouldn't have got it if we'd done twelve minutes. Yeah, even, even if it's won the same awards, so it was... That, a pl-
2: that was a plan. It yeah. wasn't just
1: that it ended up about twenty four once you'd made it. Did you go
2: into it thinking, do you know what? There's no point in making it. Yeah, thing. I what did. Just I told do, us but what do you know you why? Do you
1: know why? I did because the year before that, I'd made a film in my second <laughs> year. I'd made a film about the BMP yeah. called the BMP the UAF and me and and. This film had, had, was really, like, highly regarded at the film school. And uh, we screened it. We did the screening of it, the BFI. It got some mm. recognition from some, you know, I can't remember, the BK British Film Board or something. I don't right, know. Right. Something, you know, big wigs. And someone from the BBC came to me and was like, this is really interesting. I'm really interested in this and, and what you're doing. is Because it was all about people... Um, part of one of the themes of it was was about free speech because it was just bef- it was a, it was a year or so before the debate with when uh, Nick Griffin went on Question Time. Yeah. And my whole thing was about do you believe in the freedom of speech and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. no platforming because student unions had been doing it. And so we had the UAF on one side who were an anti-fascist group who we were trying mm-hmm. to no platform the BNP and the BNP on the other side. Who by the end of it are kind of cutting off our access to them a bit, and it's this whole sort of metafiction of it. Mm. Uh, but it was only 12 minutes. And mm. so even when it was getting these great screenings, the, B- the guy came to us and was like, I really like-, like what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this to the commissioner at BBC. And, but the feedback we got was they really like it, but it's, it's not long enough. It mm. just doesn't fit any of this. The only slot that they think it might be able to fit is one of these weird sections of BBC yeah, yeah, World. Yeah, 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 but yeah. even then, it's, you know, whereas if it had been, like they said, if it had been 24 minutes, we would have been able to get on BBC Free for, yeah, without yeah. doubt. Mm-hmm. So that was like, yeah. I'm still a student. I could have had that in the BBC. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the next one I did I was like, oh, it's not going to be 12 minutes. <laughs> you know, like it ha- it has to be Yeah. Well, let me
0: rewind just a little bit in terms of film school. You've started mm-hmm. off doing your two dramatic shorts fiction.
1: I did I did I did one drama uh, so what you did you tended to do fiction documentary fiction documentary as part of the course. Yeah.
0: Okay. So but you have fallen into documentary. Or you, you Or did, is
1: it just because that film
2: did so well that you were like, were you interested? interested
1: or is in it? it just? I, I, I always, I always like docu- I mean, this is something we can get into. I was thinking about this with in relation to the storytelling stuff that yeah. you were talking about. And I always liked documentaries. And I always, I mean, fiction was my first love, without mm. doubt. Um, and I, I got, but I started to really become very interested in documentary and specific sort of styles of documentary, mm. but. It was just innate. the 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 fiction film I'd done had done very well, but it was it, it, you know, but the documentary had just done yeah. kind of ridiculously well, and it. I mean, I I went to a meeting with the BBC a while back, and uh, it was a big. Uh, well, she was one of the controllers that you know it wasn't just the commission yeah. it was like it's huge and uh, we were having this discussion and she said what have you done and I was like I've done she she's like you what what was that film one won the artists It said British Young Soldiers and she said I remember that I was part of the judging panel for the national. Oh. So she was like that she was like yeah that was really good. And it was like that's kind of where that mm. award can take you mm. at a national yeah. level of that award. Mm. You know, because you win the, I won the regional one and I won the national, but that national you're talking about people that are in TV you're judging it. So it was it definitely, you know, and the Commonwealth Broadcast Association which has all these different things pushed it as well and screened it. So it, that was that kind of naturally led me more into documentary. Yes.
0: So you're happy to embrace it as it, as your genre, as it were. Um,
1: yeah, and, and I was happy just to get a bit of work because you know. Yeah, as, yeah. As, yeah. Well, this yeah. is it. You, yeah. gotta you, gotta need, you need money, you know. <laughs> you follow and I, the momentum yeah. that has yeah, taken.
2: Yeah, yeah, no point in swimming uphill, sort of thing.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't. I, I had a very real feeling when I left film school. Um, it was. It was in the middle of the sort of recession, and they kept writing these bloody articles and the BBC and the BBC News calling people my age the lost generation like you're fucked you're Fuck. fucked if you're graduating now you're done yeah, for yeah, because yeah. you there's no yeah. jobs and all these other people who were recent graduates are getting fired they're going to have more experience going to be able to reapply next year blah blah mm. and I remember thinking because I'm from just a very normal background and so it was like um, if we don't I'd, I'd, I I was like this. I might just have to go do something completely different yeah. you know like it was a very real Fret, and it was just like so i was like i have to get something commi- you know i have to try mm-hmm. and get some commission away to find money doing this because you couldn't e- you couldn't even get i remember i used to uh, i was so broke i used to apply for any job i could find you mm-hmm. know i it was so weird i applied for runners jobs and things and mm-hmm. wouldn't get wouldn't get an interview wouldn't get uh, production meetings couldn't get anything i mean i Okay, I, I did some work in a factory and stuff but you know it was even hard just to get like jobs in yeah. your local boots or whatever mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. it was like wow I'm really <laughs> and then when I got this commission I mean it was just ridiculous right. this is the way it kind of works I guess. But... well
0: here's here's where the real discussion begins I think now in my head anyway in terms of documentary filmmaking mm. you know how does it work let me try and unpack this question into another question into yeah. another, you know how does it even be, you know nobody really talks about in my mind you know mm-hmm. Document, documentary inspirations yeah. it's like you, we can talk about Scorsese, Kubrick whatever yeah. but it's like well, where does it even begin for a documentary I mean there's well known people here and there that make their mark with a documentary the, but, but does that does that even inspire you or, or do you just think I'm just interested in the idea Yeah, these guys that have come before me great you get
1: a lot of people uh, one of my frustrations when I was uh, has been at times that people don't know the history of documentary mm-hmm. not with, but if you work in a documentary, you kind of think... Uh, I me and uh, the, the producer I've worked with on the docks is a massive sort of film geeks. So, uh, like, you know, you get Pennebaker, mm. right? So he's very famous for, like, the Bob Dylan films and the Kennedy films. You get people like um, Barbara Coppel, You get people like Broomfield. Obviously, mm. a lot of people named Broomfield. But you get the Malaise brothers and the Sale brothers. You get Frederick Wiseman. You know, there's so many... Incredible uh, documentary filmmakers out there that have a very sort of specific style and bring specific things to it that you. I, I definitely take them as inspiration. Yeah, well, you did.
0: You did your own Nick Broomfield thing for the England's Young Soldiers. Yeah, I did. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that was. I mean, that's. A, that was a narrative device. Very weirdly, uh, that 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 talking about storytelling. One of the things that I just sort of worked out early on is if you wanted. There's the, the genius of a Nick Broomfield documentary, which has kind of been. If you watch his. So the, when Broomfield first did that, was on a film. I can't even remember what it's called, but they're doing it about this uh, sort of musical that's getting put on, and he's been hired to film it as a documentary filmmaker. And because he's convinced that this isn't going to go ahead, he starts. Saying, well, I'm going to carry on filming it, but I'm going to film me filming it, you know, kind of as proof mm. of it and so that I can try and cut something together if this doesn't work and I'll earn the rights to it and everything else. And that's kind of the necessity of doing that because you can use yourself as a narrative device. Mm. Um, it, it, nowadays, it just gets used to go pretty face on TV. But at the time, it was... Yeah, he started it. He start, he started he, it. Yeah. He's the he's the you know, and then you got people and, like John Ronson and, and mm. Lou yeah, well. yeah, 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 Michael yeah.
0: Moore even to some degree. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They, I Michael, it the,
1: Michael Moore came that uh, came afterwards for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: But there's that, that kind of leading disingenuous style that they do, mm. like in person mm. with making the film, mm. which gives it a certain tone.
1: Is okay. it disingenuous, or is it is it more genuine?
0: Well, that's my question. Mm. Um, because it's definitely a deliberate style, isn't yeah. it?
1: Yeah. Um... Well, it's like
2: it's also about another question, which is: Are you planning the narrative, mm. or are you going to discover the truth and then tell yeah. us the, the truth as you found it to be? Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Like some yeah. some people have like here's I, I've planned out my documentary. I'm going to do this, do this, then I'm going to do that. You know, because they yeah, know yeah. they know the topic. Especially if it's historical you actually know what happened if you're, and you're sure. just going to you know sure. through archive or whatever tell that story mm. whereas other people are like i don't know much about this topic i'm going to go and explore this yeah and find mm. out about it live that's the documentary i'm used to and then edit edit is up you know and mm. Uh, mm. actually editing becomes the,
1: the scripting process yeah, whereas yeah. other people yeah. script out well, a that's a new phenomenon
0: isn't it like what? writing Do-
1: Writing documentaries. Yeah. Are, you, are you talking in terms of retrospective or just in No, general? like
0: planning, you know. So you, say if you want to make a documentary about mm. us, mm. Uh, but you've done some research and mm. then you've written a script, whatever mm. that might be, I don't know what that script would be. Yeah. And then you interview us and you you shape the content that we give you mm. around your script. Around, yeah, stroke yeah. agenda even. Is that you... is that a...
1: I mean, that happens all the, all the bloody time. It? So yeah. is it
0: new, or is that... Thing it's new, new,
1: it's new. There's been a weird trend in, in... So the documentaries I was much more interested when I was starting out were these kind of observational docs. Mm. Um, mm. And it was, you know, like a film like Harlan County or something like that, you know, where it, it, you just become obsessed with certain films, and and it's just... What's become very common now, and I'm not, it sounds like I'm trying to shit on everyone, but I'm not. But it's just it, there's a certain kind of pressure. I feel like they in, I feel like what happened was at some point we the TV stripped back to reality TV, and it was yeah, like, look at these real people doing crazy things. And as we all know, if you watch like an early version of something like um, Big Brother, right, just yeah. see series one of Big Brother. I mean, they're more or less doing nothing. Yeah. It's more or less people sat around like, yeah, it's fucking yeah, yeah. boring in here. isn't yeah. it? And, you know, yeah, You watched it today, and it's like, I, I, I was I literally flicking through the channels the other day, and I was in this courtroom, and it was these big brother contestants in the courtroom, and I was like, I mean, I don't watch it, but I was like, wait a minute, isn't the whole idea I mean, there going to be in a house? Like, yeah. that's uh, You have to create this false drama all the time, where you have to yeah. create situations yeah, yeah, to create drama. Yeah. So that kind of happened in reality TV anyway, but the... The, the, that the expectations then of documentary was that it should have a very very strong narrative structure. Mm. Whereas back in the day, uh, if you watch, have you ever seen Don't Look Don't look, I always get the time. Don't Look Back, the Bob Dylan Pennebaker film? Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So nothing happens in that. Film. Yeah. It's one of my favourite documentaries, but it's literally, it's just a film where. Dylan's doing his tour of the UK, mm. and that one of the big drama moments everyone talks about in that film is when Dylan's sat in the car and he's like, How's Donovan's tour doing? And they say, Oh, Donovan's tour's not doing well. And he's like, And just looks out the window, smug. And that's like the moment <laughs> of drama, like that's the high crisis moment. Dylan just looked with a little smug with his glasses on, right? So that's where we've gone to from today to something like Making Home of a Murderer, yeah. where you get locked yeah. up three times in a week. You know, it's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, a different. Yeah. The expectations are different, and so you. But you can't get that. People's lives aren't naturally that dramatic without a push. No, but, but that... so, so, so Ron Howard just did a, just did a musical
2: documentary about the Beatles mm. live shows, which of course we know the answers. So there's yeah. no, mis- there's no yeah. mystery there. But he, he he approached that very much tried to bring a feature film narrative yeah, idea yeah, yeah, yeah. to that. Which is fine because again, it's all in the past. If you see, yeah. that well, thing. retrospective but is easier. Yeah. We, we just did. Uh, but you're saying you're saying in a way that before you shoot something, mm-hmm. when you're having those commissioning meetings, people want to know what the story is before you. Yeah, th- before you won't, if
1: you it. go if you try and just say, oh, I'm really interested in. Dogs, you know, <laughs> and you know, it's like no. Who's the? I mean, they have they they yeah. in documentaries they, need, they, you got they want casting the and stuff, yeah. and and, they, and yeah. they they want to know what the narrative is and what you think. And I mean, one of the things that's the biggest tells in in documentaries that you see a lot that you see two people just sat in a kitchen talking, mm. and I know what that scene is. That scene is someone somewhere has been told. We really need to him to explain what yeah. this big moment of crisis is and why yeah, this yeah, next yeah, thing that's yeah, going to yeah. happen is going to be so important to him and why he really, really yeah. wants to. Where's the jeopardy? Yeah, Where's you know jeopardy, he's got a, he's got to achieve this or sort of X, Y, or Z. So what? But they won't just get him asking him questions, right? They'll 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 get the subjects of the documentary to have. So and it'll say so and so's friend is popped round. He's a little bit concerned, and then they'll say. So what would it mean to you then if you won that award next week? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it, and it, it I, yeah, I, yeah. people don't notice, but when I'm watching, I'm like, oh, that's just really bad fucking acting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's that's very common in these kind of well, things. Yeah,
0: you're leading up to one of my modern bugbears, but I'll get to it because I'm I'm still interested in the evolutionary, the evolution of the documentary style from yeah. that observational thing to yeah. now a specific narrative structure. Mm. I don't know how much. Point of view comes into it in terms of the director's point of view. Mm. I suppose it does more in, in other films than maybe some subjects are more driven by the documentary. Yeah, having a spe- you know an agenda, as like you mentioned, Tim. Yeah. But
1: uh, I mean, you sometimes you get weird. Like we did. So the next film I did after that was a film about Scientology called "Scientologists at War," right? And we couldn't we couldn't try and con- there wasn't we had to be so like we were getting legal letters all the time mm. right? I have to be careful what I say but we were, it, it was intense mm. right mm. really intense and so everything had to be passed through legal everything had to be you couldn't you, everything had to be straight down the line yeah so not that not that not that i'm ever skirting around the truth, but in in a sense it, it you had you just you just you just had to be super careful. even yeah. like voice like in common yeah, or yeah. voice you, you couldn't even use descriptive words yeah i right? understand yeah yeah like Cause
2: the, that's you then adding something to it yeah and then then
1: you're bringing something to it you by could, calling you,
2: something crazy or whatever or was. whatever you could yeah.
1: yeah you could not use you couldn't some of the comm you couldn't even use you had to it was really like the com was like had to go through by lawyers mm. and constantly really straight like you couldn't even be that descriptive of it mm. do, you, but,
0: do you remember the Channel 4 lawyers yeah do you remember did, did you did, it was a press you dealt with or Jan, no. I'm just doing a special Jan, shout out yeah, for the for
1: Jan, 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 um... They're amazing. You don't owe them money, do no, money. they're a, they're just right. ama- They're just a small team, but right. well, they're yeah. just they Mark, are amazing. Yeah. Mark,
0: um, Jan, Prash, Nigel. Maybe Jan's maybe.
1: not there anymore. Jan yeah. runs a consultancy or something, but they still bring her in This so... must be, their heart must sink when they hear, <laughs> hear about <laughs> these
2: ideas coming in. Can't oh yeah, you, of course. Can't you do a thing about dogs? Well, they
1: brought, they because <laughs> they, they they tried to. We got offcomed for that. We Got they attempted to offcom us, but we won. Right. We were proven to, to yeah. have been totally fair, yeah. That's why you've got to be totally yeah. fit because you, yeah. you have to provide everything when you're getting off yeah. I mean, Danny, the producer, and that it was kind of sensational. She put together this huge pack of everything, you know. Mm. But that was, I mean, we were, I mean, I remember when we were doing that, and they were like, because Danny uh, went to uni as well, and it's like. These guys are so young, mm. and they're doing a film like science Like they were just like Mark and all those guys, mm-hmm. just ripping their hair out. You know, it was terrifying. I, I, I think they, I don't know if they knew what we'd all got into when we mm. started it, but it was fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's let's talk about the writing then, or you know, for your own work, for your own yeah. documentaries. Have you actually written? I mean, what does the actual writing look like, or can it look like anything? Do you get a final draft? <sighs>
1: what you what you tend to see is if you watch a lot of feature docs so i just did a feature doc as well. I, feature docs out at the moment so in in the feature world it's very obvious that everyone's been reading these script writing books
0: right well that's when i first became aware yeah, of because yeah. i went to a McKee seminar yeah and there was a lot of documentary Yeah. And I, was I was like wow what's going there on there was
2: a thing wasn't there about i don't know when you when you Referencing, but there was a thing about ten years ago. That was very. It was 10 okay. Years ago, where yeah. people were suddenly like, "Right, I'm doing a documentary. So, who's the villain? What journey are they? You know, what journey is the hero going on? What do they overcome?" And editors
0: as well, documentary editors. They were yeah. all
2: in. They were all into it. So, do you Three think, think yeah. Do you now think in that way when you're doing your own proposals? Do you think about story structure, or are you still like, no, I, I'm I, going to think more about the topic and my approach.
1: You can have an eye on that. It, it, it depends. It depends what you're into, really. Uh, so I was watching Making of a Murderer, and that's really well made. And but what I would say is, that you can see the clear. We can sort of talk about some of the techniques that you mm. see used to help with the story, and you, they're they're very clear in that. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's so riveting. People, you—if anyone ever says to you about a certain kind of film or something, it it it. Wow, it's like, a, it's like a thriller. You can't believe it's real. it's like, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, I, I, won't, I won't name names. but well, I'm going to name names. Well, oh. I, I ain't going to fucking name names. No, but I'm, I'm
0: going to name names in a good way. Um, something like The Imposter. Yeah. Which is made by Passion Pictures, who you've obviously worked with. Yeah. And Passion Pictures are awesome. Mm. And they made um, Searching for Sugarman as well. Oh and, yeah, um, but um, what I'm saying it, it's like when I was watching The Imposter, yeah, um, and they had these dramatic recreations, mm. and I was like, "Oh no!" And then halfway through, once the story was developing, I was thinking, "The story is so bonkers; it's the only way to do this documentary." And I was, yeah. I enjoyed that choice that they made,
2: right? Um, yeah, why? Because you wouldn't? You say, are you saying that the it's so unbelievable that you have to have it. You have to have those fictionalised yeah. things to get on board with. Yeah, it.
0: just to even kind of <laughs> believe it, even though it was like stretched to the absolute max. Yeah. Mm. And the doc, the interview style was direct to camera, mm. so that was an interesting choice. Mm. Something that's been picked up on TV now with twenty-four hours a an evening. Hour well, eight, that's that's
1: you know? talking about pioneers. That's Errol Morris. Right. So if you if you like The Imposter, then watch The Thin Blue Line.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. the
2: that's going back a bit, isn't it? Yeah, it's
1: amazing. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's about a guy that gets locked up and he and, and, and shouldn't have been... Well, you decide, but it's... It, and it uses those same recreations mm-hmm. and there's the famous kind of shots of coke cans, uh, coke cups falling out cards, cars and all sorts of... I mean, it's 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 the same style. Um, mm-hmm. is, like, uh, the imposter's guy, director, Bart is obviously in love with, with, with Earl Martin. But Earl was one of the greats. But mm-hmm. even though he even invented a system with mirrors which is really awesome, where you film into a mirror and mm. then it reflects it back. Mm. So even though we could be sat like this, the camera's there, we can still see each other's faces. So mm. when you're looking straight down the lens, you're actually seeing a mirror image of my yeah. face. Oh, wow. So, that he's, yeah, he's... I mean, the mm. is incredible. But uh, he did the Fog of War and stuff as right, well. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh,
0: well, cinema-wise, now we we'll jump into documentary cinema. Yeah. But somebody like Asif Kapadia doing his, you know, mm. once on Senna and then on... On Amy Winehouse, yeah, and what I really loved about what he did there, yeah. was zero or very minimal Talking Heads.
1: Well, yeah, but but it's not, is it? I mean, it's all it's all Talking Heads, but you just only get an audio; you're not getting. Image. That's what, but that's what I mean, yeah. though. It was just like mm. he
0: treated it, it. It felt more. They're cinematic great films. To me. They're
1: great films, but you can definitely, yeah. I don't I know mean, if that was a rule he made, but it's obviously a style. Oh yeah, made. no, it, um, it is a rule. Yeah, but I mean, the style of it is
0: it felt like I had to pay more attention, mm. you know, because you can sit down with a documentary and watch a talking mm. head. But, but if
1: you look at something like Amy, I mean, as writers, you would agree that that has a very clear, clear protagonist and antagonist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you have a mental figure in the agent. Yeah. I mean, and and it's, it that's one of the clear things that happens is this very, it's in a weird way, in documentaries, people seem to get away with being more, i see a lot of theatrical docs and people will take someone and make them a saint mm. and it's kind of like when someone dies right you always whenever anyone yeah, dies yeah, yeah. it's like they were the best plus yeah. and i think well who the fuck are these people because everyone i meet is sometimes a bit of a twat and yeah. is sometimes decent and okay. it's, it's i'm sometimes a twat we all are and, mm. it, and in docs what they'll do is they'll bang this guy if he's bad like mm. he's really bad you know, he has no redeeming features, and if he's good, he's and you would not be able to get away with that in fiction because it, well, you would you would in, in in a very big big budget kind yeah, of yeah. obvious thing, but you wouldn't be able to get it in anything that plays in an art house cinema. Yeah, but you can in docs because people just assume it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you're in, it,
2: trying to, but you're also you need devices like that, don't you? Because even if they're a blunt tool. Because yeah. you're doing a blunt tool job, you're trying to say you see this amazing. Well, let's say you're doing a bio one. Yeah. Say someone's sixty years or something, or mm. you know, you're trying to boil that down into a ninety minute. Yeah. Something that's people want to watch as well. Yeah. You like you can't have all the shades of grey and all the ambiguity of someone's sixty year life. You we you did wanted stream. Life, we did.
1: I mean, we did the, the 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 great the great the great films of. Of yester yesterday, yesterday did did have all that great and did have all that you can watch a film where it, it sort of just sucks you in, you know, mm-hmm. and and it, there was a film on the T V the other night about the BBC films about the jockey AP McCoy. Oh yeah, I watched that. Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought I, did, I was watching it and there's no there's a little bit of talking heads but not much mm-hmm. and it's very observational and There's that dinner scene there having that discussion yeah was like but it it, it it was I thought it was a great doc actually mm. and I hadn't really heard much about it and it was a theatrical doc but I mean would you probably say it doesn't fit a kind of classic three act structure as much it, it, I mean it had structure to it but it wasn't it wasn't like pop twist guys yeah. do you know what I mean like it was <laughs> you know it was, it was a bit more you knew he was going to retire and, yeah. and, and, it, and, and he it had was, to and he had to and it was just this guy's begrudging, acceptance of being human. Yeah. And, and I thought it was a great doc and it, and it, and it totally, uh, but I was reminded by the pacing of it and by the the, 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 I was just reminded of the kind of hypnotic quality of image and it totally sucked me in. And then, and then when you get a moment like that, which is a moment of drama, but it was still very, st- Soft I mean she, she so he's a champion jockey and he's gonna retire and she says and his wife is saying to him that you because he keeps getting knocked off the horse and trampled on, but he's determined <laughs> to win five thousand races, but he's getting he's gonna die clearly. And uh she's like, You've got to retire and he's like, I do not I don't oh, no, no, but you know it's at some point we have to talk about it. And he's like I don't want to talk about this anymore. But that kind of says it all, right? It was like, it was like a scene from a film, because she's yeah. eating her salad, he's eating yeah, her yeah, salad, yeah. and
0: she's just like, in between four Oh, so th- this year you just might knock it no, on like the head? That. And he's just like silent, yeah, and then eating. he's yeah, like, yeah. I should not... But if you wrote that in a film,
1: but this is where documentary can really come into its own. Yeah. Because if I wrote that scene in the film, it would be yeah. too subtle, Yeah. and it would be mm. rubbish. Mm. It would be like... Um, because they're still eating. They're still and eating. He's really upset, and no one's really <laughs> saying anything. It's just tense and awkward. But it's it's the sort of scene that if you try
2: and but how what makes that scene different from the one we talked about in the poor TV world where you say someone's mate comes round? Yeah, <laughs> that's the same scene. Maybe that's it happens. I, maybe it happened the, a year the after. The like, sense, come, come and sit down and, and tell him that it, he's gonna... the
1: sense the sense you get of it is <laughs> that it's 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 so kind of. I, it just feels much more unique, and it's on a long lens. It I is mean, on a uh, long,
0: but it was a good point though, because I remember thinking while watching yeah, it. Yeah, is this they, uh, they, know, they're, too, they know they're know they're hmm, mic up? Is that too neat? They yeah, haven't yeah. even glanced around to see where the camera is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what's actually? I, I'm great that they were so refreshingly honest. And yeah, he was obviously really pissed off. Um, well,
2: anyway. that's why there's so. That's why the the benefit of the non talking head, the audio only is that they do those long interviews, of course, like we're doing the podcast now, same setup, yeah. sitting around having a chat, mm. and you forget, the same with the camera makes you kind of clam up a little bit. Mm. I think that's why that technique of audio only is to try and get that f- talk for so long that you f- mm. kind of forget that that you're having the chat and you might say more, because something about the camera makes you suddenly behave Slightly artificial. I know, mm. you know, documentary students have talked about that for, for years and years and yeah. written so many dissertations about it, about just even having the camera there, are you changing the very thing that you're supposed to Of course to be you recording? are, but you can,
1: you can, and and people ignore, people, ign- I always have this debate, with I started off as someone who's very interested in being much more observational by mm. the end, so my... Feature doc I did was it's it, it's got a, it, I mean the interviews direct to camera and it's mm. got a lot more sort of artifice about it and the reason is because you can't be observational any any mm. any any camera angle has an opinion has mm. has a meaning input if like we were just yeah. talking about the AP McCoy doc if I'm on a long lens and, and the space is compressed it feels like you're eavesdropping yeah. yeah 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 which yeah. is what's fooled me about it because of course actually thinking about it, it probably was set up and, and it's also the slow pace of it, so because they mm. haven't been doing it throughout, but it makes you feel. But but it's also the long lens. Mm. Whereas if if you've got a you're, on a. you're on a 50 and you're here. Yeah. It's you're in the face. You, you're, you're obviously yeah. right in the middle of it. And 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 so, you know, people go, well, then I'll just film everything all wide. And it's like, but, you know, so if I want to direct a director scene and I want someone to feel isolated, mm. I might. Go to a super wide shot and just mm. have them in it. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. I can't, there's every yes, shot. So you're has you're yeah. You, you, okay. you can't, there's no yeah. way not to yes. project meaning onto circumstances and, and situations. Good point. Well, Good
0: how point. do you feel about, you know, proper filmmaking techniques being used in documentaries like tracking? really lovely polished tracking yeah. shots. I'm like, what the hell is going on yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. And n- n- lovely edited, like this guy turning off a <laughs> Don't of have
2: this moment, everyone. We've got, we got to spend an hour. The grip's but got to come I'm in and track I'm seeing down. it more yeah,
0: and more. Yeah. And yeah. I was watching the David Prowse's documentary on Netflix the other night. Um, What's the uh, You know, I Am Your Father, it's called, I think. Right. Uh, right. It's just about him playing Darth Vader yeah. and stuff. And yeah. you think, oh, this is going to be interesting. And it is, but I gave up halfway through. Right, right, and the right. reason was, it was all very stylized and set up some cameras mm-hmm. so but different.
1: i've I've got to the point where so so keep quiet, we did a lot you know the set up interviews and everything's lit and so and so full. and i get i got to the point where I felt that art it's more honest to em, embrace the artifice of it. Mm. And, yes. and 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 stick it out there yes. and pretend yes. that it's something that you've more caught raw. something on the hoof when you mm. haven't well, it's clearly it, well the aesthetics of a documentary you've had to adapt what you need to understand is that every Fucking now is a camera phone in their pocket. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you want to watch real life, you watch YouTube. Yeah, if you want to see someone's <laughs> yes, head yes. get busted open. Yeah, yeah. you know, or, or 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 someone being racist on a bus or whatever yeah. it is. Right? Cam. You know, it's but that but that that's 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 where people go to and and yeah. and by the. So you, you've got to offer a more polished. You've got experience. to offer a more polished yeah. and if you look at the documentaries ac- across the board, that's the way it's gone.
0: Well, no, I accept that. The thing that I. Uh, kind of get annoyed with though is when David Prowse is waiting for the documentary guy to turn up but the camera's there in his room <laughs> waiting right, for the yeah, documentary okay. to turn well, up that's, that's, and you that's know much. ring the yeah. doorbell hey how's it going it's all nicely edited and I'm like
2: well like you're doing Homes Under the Hammer yeah, where? <laughs> and
0: I'm like this I'm, I'm not really buying that but Making a Murder is a good example though of a really kind of polished designed, mm. nice camera moves but also following the facts as much as they can but with this clear point of view to lean you towards favouring the the victim, Mm. um, Mm. even though they say they're not. Mm. Uh, But I don't mind that, because that's riveting and it's good Mm. and it's all That's an interesting
1: thing, because you know they were making it for like 10 years before Mm. Netflix were even involved. So, I mean, that's... Tell us about your, you mentioned it
2: a couple of times, feature documentary. Tell us, tell us, you haven't told us what it's called or what it's about. So it's called
1: Keep Quiet. Uh, We played it at Tribeca last year. And it's, it's actually right. On, it's on release right now in uh, New York and LA, on theatrical right. release. All right. Um, We're speaking to
2: you at the end of February 2017, yeah. just to give this context, in the documentary manner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so, so that's good, though. Any theatrical release for documentaries, a, that's a awesome. good show. Yeah, no, I have okay, never yeah. heard of it. What are you
1: doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got some good reviews. You. We've got a five-star review from RogerEbert.com the other day. Awesome. Great. And we've got a a really good review from the New York Times and Variety and stuff, so that's really cool.
0: Oh, th- this is the one about the neo-Nazi one? Yeah,
1: right? so it's about a guy that's a neo-Nazi who's a member of the European Parliament and uh far-right party in Hungary called Jobbik, and he then... Uh, I guess I'll give away a twist. He finds out that his um, grandmother is actually Jewish and an Auschwitz survivor and has been hiding it her whole life, mm. and as such, he is also... Jewish, right, right. and uh, it's a hell of a plot twist, isn't it? I mean, I've just just talked about, you know, about uh, where does that.
2: I mean, you said you it's sort of a twist, but it's also the reason is it the reason to, if if you see what I mean, watch it. Is that something Mm. that's like between using the scriptwriting term, is that you sort of act one twist, if you see what I mean? Let's just like, here's this guy. Doing yeah, this stuff it is. and then and because surely it's actually well, about but, but, what but he does with that information I'll, 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 well,
1: no, you're it? right and you're right because when I found out about this idea, so someone wanted me to make a film about anti-Semitism and the rise in Europe, which it, which it, which it was, and mm. we've seen since then the far right's got even worse in Europe. But it was I know, I, but they didn't know what they wanted to do, and so mm. me and Danny went over to Hungary and we trying to find this story, and we found this story. But the, I remember speaking to Danny about it, and I was saying. It's potentially good, but it's also potentially nothing, because, okay, Chanad, you're, you're a Jew. Mm. I'm a Jew. Oh, okay. Then what, you know? Yeah, like yeah, That's yeah. not... That's an act. Well,
2: not even that. He's only a quarter. He could yeah. just dismiss it. And, yeah. you know, well, so what? Or it's, whatever, you know?
1: Well, by Jewish law, my friend, he's okay. from the Jewish womb, right. so well, he's a full Jew okay. in the Jewish law. But um, he's... Uh, but of course, so so I was I was in I was very interested. But I was like, so we investigate, and I remember meet met him in a shopping centre in hungry and talked to him, and I was like, and so and like, yeah, it's like it's an interesting story. I was like, you yeah, know, it is, it is. I was like, well, what? So what are you doing now? And he's like, oh, I'm I'm practicing Jew. I'm, a, I'm an Orthodox Jew now. I've just been circumcised. You've what? <laughs> And then I knew it straight away. Yeah, like, we got yeah, signed up. There's more. There's more. There's a that, whole story. Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, second. Right. That's you know. That's yeah, my second act. And then they fired that to go believe it. You yeah. know, like, but that's. But so, yeah. You have to. you, you, you I think one of the mistakes a lot of younger documentary filmmakers make is assume he
2: says like the old man. They yeah, are the, the younger... These youngsters, eh, hey, mate? These youngsters. With their iPhones and their YouTube. Having meetings at twenty-two at Channel
1: Four. Those guys. Yeah, we hate those guys. Yeah, go on, mate. Sorry. Sorry yeah, but they, uh, what they do? It, 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 so, go on, it's not. It's not enough for something to just be an interesting topic. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. You can't you might find something really interesting, but that's not a story. Mm. Um, I mean, the key thing to it is I think the one thing that you should always try and have is conflict. And, you know, whenever you write a scene, you always try and look for, where's the conflict yeah. going? Right? If it doesn't, it's probably a flat scene. Yes. And it's the same in documentary. Uh, the amount of times that you get, you'll get this thing from people that will be like, you're going to go film that, you're going to go film that. And it's like, there's nothing going on. Being, yeah. It just sounds interesting because he's doing this, he's doing, and you're like... But there's nothing to yeah. it. Yeah, I have yeah, to. Yeah. So I, the thing that I always do and uh, take from my writing is, what's the conflict? If Channel's going to go, so we went to to Canada with him, right? Mm. And he does this talk, and, but we knew that people before he'd even turned up had been trying to get him this talk shut down, right? Because it was controversial because he'd, he'd been in. It. So we're like, this is going. So I was like we've got to do that because there's clear conflict there, and it's going to be interesting mm. how he respond to conflict. It got even more interesting because they banned him from Canada, right? <laughs> and deported him. But you know that was yeah. lot, that was a different kind of conflict. Yeah. But I wanted to go to Canada because it was because you knew something, yeah. was it, something interesting probably may occur. Yeah. yeah, but you can't. But you but you'll see. You know, you see it all the time when people say, "Yeah, I've got I've got this really interesting friend." Okay, but what's your friend doing? <laughs> Do you know, but, do you, but it sounds yeah, no, stupid. No, but people stupid, be like, oh, "I really want to make a documentary about my football club." Mm-hmm. You know, my it's an amateur football club. And, okay, but what what's going on? Yeah, like, what, and so, whilst uh, yeah, so, but, you, so you yeah do but that's make, the
2: same. That's the same. The old well, this is, it, yeah. Yeah. Like, script writing. going to link it. Like, up. I've got a great story about whatever, and you're like, "Well, that's not really a great story. That's just some stuff that happened."
1: Yeah, <laughs> what if, it's, yeah, the same. yeah. It's, it's the,
0: the same. importance of having a strong core concept. I'm big on the core mm. concepts. Like for scripts, it's not, it's not just like, oh, we have to save the world from aliens. It's like, well, what's really going on here? What's, mm. the, what's the beating heart of this story? Yeah. But that's what I like about, you know, if I look at your filmography and the core concepts of all your documentaries, the whole strong core concept that if you mm. pitch them in a the logline, you're like, you want to watch that. Yeah. That sounds
1: good. Right. There's a story. There, yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. so I was
0: going to lead that into kind of, if you have any top tips. For these younger
1: documentary makers <laughs>
0: put you on the spot to go. Joseph Martin's top tips to, for a documentary filmmaking. You know, like number one could be like, um, yeah, get your core concept in your head. Or just, or
2: just, what is it that you do? What What are the Security criteria and access, you yeah. measure? If you know something's on the, you think this is a good idea. Yeah. I know this is going to do well. Someone's yeah. going to pick it up. What is that criteria that you're using to judge whether you think something's interesting and worthwhile to spend your time making, a, you know, and spending a yeah. long time doing it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would, I would say, is it does it just naturally have an intrigue? Does it have, does it, if, if it played out, not that it will, but if it played out in a perfect world, can you naturally see it falling into a free act structure? Mm. Does it have inherent conflict and in resolution? Um,
0: and this is a positive, right, rather than like a framework of like documentary by numbers this is like this
1: is good yeah this is i mean you uh, did yeah i I haven't got a problem with with artifice or 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 narrative techniques in documentaries i mean i've certainly used them myself but i i'm aware of of it Mm. and it's it's always in i think one of the things when you meet people about documentaries the assumption is it's like this truth Mm. it's out there right and it, and then it, it, it's like it is, there, there's a lot of truth to it, but there's, of course it's still filmmaking mm. um, yeah uh, but, uh, but yeah i mean we'll touch on that again but my other my my um, my key theme would be would actually be about something far more practical, which would just be access because mm. so for example, the Chanet story. No one knew that he was going to become an Orthodox Jew. Yeah, they knew that he was, but they didn't know what he was going to do, conversion or whatever. And so we met him and he was like, oh, you are? Okay, so we signed him up and got all the rights to him and everything else. He, about a month later, he did a story with the, the New York, New Yorker, you know, the big magazine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, this whole feature in the New Yorker. Of course, every fucker then's calling yeah, him up, yeah. but it doesn't matter because we've got the access. Yeah, you know, right. uh, smart. That's good. But that, what's that
2: look like in terms of just from that practical yeah. level? you know, you've you've signed him, him up. Mm. That's the words you used, but he's still he's still. Happy to do, or he's still allowed to do New Yorker interviews and so on. Yeah, what's the sort of rights? If you see what I mean, that case by case basis. Or what some. was it even look? Because I mean, you can't
1: buy the rights to his true story. If you see what you I can. mean, people do. Right? Okay. People will uh, uh, case by case basis, but people will get paid to be in documentaries. Right? I mean, is it that he can't appear in other documentaries, or what would be the no general? Okay. I mean idea. that's right. that is because what I'm saying. Surely, like
2: surely, like. Could I go then to the New Yorker magazine and go? I want to license this story that you've written an article about. And what it, I mean. That happens. And then and then I've yeah. licensed that.
1: I don't know, man. Because you got you got this weird thing going on. You get a lot of remakes of documentaries now, don't you? Do you? Yeah, yeah well, you know, Man and Wife yeah. oh, was remade, wasn't it? Oh, as a really film. film. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah
2: yes. but, but so I did, But are they remaking the, they, but the they documentary it, they, or are they remaking his life? Well, though? they
1: remade the film, didn't they? Yeah. Um, Because they they picked up a couple of Simon's films from what I remember. Yeah, but it's
2: better phone up your legal friends at Channel Four again. I don't know. (laughs) So I don't. I don't don't know
1: legally. You know, does someone own the life rights, or does someone own, you know?
0: But I think it's a really good tip, though, in terms of just ensuring that you make sure you've got all that have access to actually make the documents. We had the same thing
1: with the Scientology one, where we. we, Oh yeah, that must be now. Yeah. well Marty but we got managed to get the access to him and then uh, we had to because you know like Louis Farouk would ended up yeah. doing a documentary with him and there He's was a such, Sky one like, like, yeah. yeah yeah but we were we were kind of there first so we were we were lucky but I remember we'd have to, we had to go meet Louis and sort of talk mm-hmm. about how their film was going to work yeah. they're, they're, but we'd already start filming with him yeah, yeah do you know yeah. what I mean and you know and then there's the one yeah keep Going Clear they bought some of our yeah, Go and Clear yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw that that was
0: good yeah
1: um, but uh, but we had it first you know yeah. so that yeah, was yeah. kind of a, but then Go and Clear was based on the book yeah right so you know so it's all yeah the, where docs start from and end is an interesting thing
0: hmm.
1: and do you think um,
2: I, I'm very intrigued by what you talk about the artifice you mm. know the documentary mm. and so on Moving in like the boundary there for between documentary and fiction, and we've talked a lot about that. Mm. What's the future hold for you in terms of exploring that grey line? Do you see yourself moving into fiction?
1: Do you see yourself? I've moved into fiction. Okay, great. Tell us about that. So I've done a uh, feature film which is how its World well, Program South by Southwest. Oh my God. Oh, great, great. In, in... Hot off the press we have you, Joseph. <laughs> yeah, so it's in, in two Sign
2: these, sign these rights. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's fiction, yeah, and I wrote and directed okay. and edited actually that. Okay, cool. And um, does it have
2: if we watched it, would we see a, a sign of your interest in the factual world? Is it got that vibe to it? No, um, it's, completely, it it's just so <laughs> it's a thriller, it's it? so
1: st- stylized. Um, okay, and, and um, yeah, there's no talking heads. People say <laughs> that, people like, you know, is it like uh, you know, Lonlands. Loose, loose tripod head like a Ken Lager and you're like no no no. no it's just a it's, crazy thriller it's, lo- it's locked off shots and it's and it's what's it about it's about uh, a, that, a, a a guy that it's about a, like this young working class guy that's really tired of of kind of his lot in life and decides to take this rich family hostage and, and start a revolution by streaming attacks against like the 1% on the web Okay yeah. Yeah um, yeah yeah yeah. It's kind of got taps into a lot of social issues I guess you could yeah. s- say that's about doc- yeah, yeah. Docu- the doc that's but the only in its setup if you see what I mean I
2: suppose mm, social the, once it gets into the thrilling part yeah. it's, it's, it's
1: it came it came from a sort of anger of, of documentaries um well I, I just felt like you know i had to get this off my chest you mm-hmm. know and, and 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 so that's mm-hmm. i guess that also fed into it tell think. us
2: about that movie then in terms of um uh how did you get uh, that funded how did you get it off the ground and um do, do you think the doc your documentary um uh experience but almost uh,
1: reputation helped you i think the documentary experience definitely helped me i mean uh, loads of Loads of big filmmakers have started out in doc World. Yeah, they So have, Scorsese, yes. most of his early films, are yeah. Docs. Yeah. Um, Kubrick did as well. Kubrick started mm-hmm. off in documentary photography. Yeah. um Obviously, Greengrass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's famous for it, but yeah. there's so many people that have started out in doc world, and and it it definitely helped. And it, I, I I I had the script put together and. Danny managed to get some funding for it. Your producer, not me. Uh, yeah. yeah, producer, sorry. Danielle <laughs> Clark. Um. But but what I mean, this is,
2: sorry to get you on the nitty yeah. gritty, but it's actually the bit that quite often mm. doesn't get talked about. Mm. Was it through your documentary contacts? If you see what I mean. Oh, no, like no, no, really, no. This was all new people you were talking to. And yeah, like, it was all... It was all, like it,
1: starting again, but not. It was kind of, it was a bit like starting again. Um... Yeah, I guess it was, but it was all, it was all new people. And mm. I think, it, I guess it was just we had a good concert. I mean, it was low budget. I mean, mm. I don't know how we got into South by South. When I look around, like the films that are screening, like Thames Malek's news films have its world premiere alongside mm. ours. Ed, uh, Edgar Wright's new films have its mm. world premiere alongside ours. you just like,
0: I don't know. Are you going? Yeah, you're, yeah. Got, you're good. you got to yeah, go. You've
1: got to go, yeah. They but, still
2: have a reputation, I think, of uh, finding those smaller... Films at South by Southwest, yeah. but you you always have those big names just to make ensure that you're getting publicity, well, we didn't, which is helping you yeah, of course. Because if mean, you like, you, you not mm. that you're riding on the on the tailcoat of no. those guys, but in some summer, you know, it makes it a big festival because mm. we know that they're going to show famous filmmakers' uh, yeah. premieres there, and you can be a part of it. So it's great to get in, but isn't it? the festival, I mean, the festival's hard, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I... I it, uh, yeah, we had a weird experience. We were applying to UK festivals and couldn't get in, but we've had a few big ones in America on the film. It's well, that's
2: what Pete and Nat were talking about in the last ray last podcast, to this one. They were saying the same with their short. You know, it's it's had much more success internationally. Mm. But I think that's because... In a way, things from another part of the world have a greater intrinsic interest because it's a bit like even the smallest little thing mm. is interesting and different to your life where you are in the world. Do you see what I mean? What mm. someone's having for lunch is a bit <laughs> is a bit different. If we did something a film set in Italy or we did, just what I mean, everything's yeah. a little bit more interesting than perhaps your domestic view. Mm. Has it
1: got any distribution yet? No we have we have we we we're going out there we talk to people and mm. uh when you get that's the, that's the great thing about a festival like South by South because it it goes everywhere like oh yeah you yeah, get yeah, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. you get you get so we've been featured in like um, Ain't It Cool and Variety and, and yeah and the indip- everywhere reports that you're in yeah there. that's so right. then suddenly everyone just starts contacting that's you. right that's right and so, even
2: people that aren't going to go well you can send them a screen and that kind of stuff and they can check it out see if it yeah sense. but
1: they all but but because like they yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it, it, yeah, I'm hopeful. It, yeah, it def- what's it called? We haven't said the topic. Us and them. Us and them, great. Yeah, it's, um. it helps. Yeah. I'm for sure. Well, care. we look
0: forward to seeing a lot more about that.
1: I've got one last question
0: about documentaries. Absolutely, go okay. for it. What happens, or has it happened, when you're out, you've planned, you've done maybe a script, you're yeah. filming, everything's gone great, and then there's a surprise. Say, for example, like, you're, Jewish guy Mm. second act all of a sudden you discover he's also transgender or like you know something that you know something that maybe not that kind of curveball yeah it's not, not,
1: not the story that you thought you were telling
0: does that stuff happen a lot does that I mean
1: some mad stuff like the IVF lottery where we start feeling about an IVF lottery and then the license got revoked it does happen. I mean, you should roll with it. You should roll. It depends. Yeah, I, I guess to clarify the point, to come back to it, is it the the, 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 the modern sort of TV doc, they want to know what they get. And that was my yeah. point. That, yeah. So so w- w- the idea that most people have documentaries if you just go and film what happens, it, it's not to say you can't make documentaries but like that, but in the modern world of, of, of scheduling pressures and finance, you know, and, and, yeah, yeah. and everything else, it's, it's much less likely. So that happened to you when you're on something... That might be a problem, mm. you know. Mm. Uh, but at the same time, it could be good as well, you know. What I mean, but it t- I would, I if it was me, I would probably roll with it. Yeah. But it's difficult if you've pitched a film about X, Y, Z, and then it's just totally from over there. Then mm. what do you, what do you do about it? Um, mm. d- yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's an inter- I think, I think for film story. There's definitely an expectation nowadays of of documentaries fitting uh, narrative mm. style, yeah. pacing, and mm. beats. Very much so. And it's it's and if you go back, that is very different.
0: Well, you're reminding me now of something I've watched, and it's a Netflix one. It's called Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. Right. About this guy who lived a big life as a stockbroker or something. Yeah. Living it oh, up. you told me about this yeah, before. Yeah. But, but he's yeah. Um, and he can't. He starts suffering with. All sorts of ailments and stuff, yeah. And he takes all sorts of drugs, doesn't work, and he's really miserable, overweight. But then he figures, I'm going to change my life and I'm going to just try this juicing diet, like vegetable, raw vegetable kind of stuff, yeah. And I'm going to see if I can transform my life that way. And I started watching, thinking that's what the documentary is going to be about, and it is, but he's on top of it, you know. He starts doing it, and the effects are good, and he can see that it's all going to go well, right. And then the documentary. Because of somebody he meets who's overweight, and whatever, becomes about this other person and his journey, which right. is more of a conflicting thing. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the guy who's doing the documentary, he's on top of it. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. if it was just about him, no story, it would and be I, like twenty minutes long.
1: But <laughs> then that's why you get this kind of um, Gonzo style, Nick Broomfield. Um, you get you, you know John. Like, I mean, Lou fruit doesn't direct his films, but he, like he does the same kind of thing where you have someone in there that you throw into a mad world yeah. and then ex- they can do whatever they want to do and and that's what's great about that because there's no the, na- the narrative is just what's this person's conclusion going to be at the mm-hmm. end of it and that's why that's always been quite mm-hmm. seductive they can steer it as well a little bit like, they can the, steer it but, but in the same way you know I could say Tim we're going to drop you in the middle of the African plains right mm-hmm. and it might just be you dying or it might be you Probably, around probably would be. You know, you might, you <laughs> might walk off and meet some Charles people, and then, no, yeah, and you yeah. get to the airport, and then it's you fly to here, yeah. and we film you. It doesn't matter. It's whatever Tim's doing is the story, right? Yeah, and that's yeah, much yeah, yeah, easier
2: yeah. than. Yes, I see what you're saying.
1: Yeah. You, you, you know, like, and and and, and yeah. So if, for in that, if you if you're filming, if you if you are in it, I mean, I'm not in my films anymore. But if you were, if you, are, if, you are, if you do have someone in it or present, that's why I do it because. They might have a subject where this is a nice little story. Like we talked about earlier, is, is that enough of a conflict to sustain a feature? Well, it might not be, but they might have two or three stories that are yeah. together, So, you, but you but you need a link to tie it all together. Yeah, and yeah, then you yeah, go, yeah. well, this is about this and this is about that. and mm, You know, cool. even even if you're thinking of the classic kind of um, uh, thesis, anti-thesis combination or whatever it is, right? You know, like for three acts then you that's much easier to do if you're in it because you go and meet someone yeah. who who says, This is great, then someone who says this is really bad and then you come to a conclusion well yeah. Yeah, it's a bit yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's like that's that's what makes it easy. Uh, yeah. In a way. But they're more sort of essay films like that. Yeah. Whereas your theatrical film is much more. I, I mean I love the theatrical documentary. I feel like I've come across a bit negative mm-hmm. on documentaries, and I don't know how that's happened. I'd, I really love the theatrical documentary. It's just it's 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 its own beast, yeah. right? Yes. Like it is a di- you know having done just done one. It is a completely different animal, mm-hmm. um, and, and and the pressures and the expectations on it are different. Good.
0: Well, I feel like I, I let's know draw a lot draw more. a
1: conclusion there. Well, I feel like
0: Danny, I know a lot as, more.
1: As the as the <laughs> I knew
0: nothing at the beginning, and now I feel like I know a lot more.
1: But you get, uh, you get. I mean, uh, people more and more. You hear about um, you get like story supervisors in documentaries. Mm-hmm. So you get someone that uh, you get an edit producer. You heard of this? Mm-hmm. There's something that's very common now in, in TVs. When you get, you get, they get an edit producer, and you go, I've never had one. But they bring them in where someone goes for your rushes and starts cutting it together and they're just focused on the story. And that person's never even been on set. Right. So that, yeah, That's yeah. weird. Can you yeah. imagine you're promising someone when you... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I've never done it, but I know people have. And they're like, you're promising someone on set. I'm going to make sure that everything goes well for you. And then yeah. someone comes Something's in. Said, yeah, have yeah. never even met them. and just. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you, but, but in, in feature docs, it's very, very common to get um, like someone who will come in and, and, and advise on this story structure that story structure and you know and of course the biggest thing in documentaries is like everything but really in docs is what you leave out Mm -hmm. some of uh, that like I say I won't name names but go back through some of the really big documentaries that that you've seen that have these really tight stories and just google around them and find out and you'll be you'll be really that's the best thing a writer can do if there's a documentary that you thought had a really good narrative structure or had it really you know really gripped you We'll go and google it and find out what they left out because what they left out you might be like oh that was kind of important but they have left it out mm-hmm. because it wasn't neat yes you know yes too complicated to explore maybe yeah. in, the, in the time good alright good shout
0: well, where, where can we point people to online Joe for you yeah I know you're not on twitter and stuff no
1: right? that's so interesting because <laughs> I remember you said to me you should, are you on twitter and I said no it was bad for the soul but uh, people get asked me, am I on Twitter? And the South by Southwest, you know, that like you got me on Twitter, so I'm now on Twitter. You've got to be. You've got to I haven't be. Got a p- uh, you've got to be. You're going to bonnet. Are you are come to are the You're an egg on Twitter. You I'm you got still a, an egg. If you're coming
2: to the festival,
1: you can't come um, if you're not on Twitter. I am still an egg, but I, I won't be an egg. For, you know, I will hatch soon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's your Twitter handle on so we
1: can bump uh, up your follower account? Yeah, maybe double it from three to six. No, it's currently at no. I <laughs> haven't actually tweeted anything yet I literally set it up like yesterday
2: but oh uh, this is a hot news it's, it's, now let's do a documentary where we follow your rise to Twitter social
1: media stardom I, yeah. set, up, I set up an Instagram one as well yeah. oh that's, that's he's happy to talk, he's a, yeah he's getting that's crazy everyone so what's it? the at name so getting? it's at hey joe martin so think of okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, Jimi hendrix hey joe yeah. yeah martin
0: okay great yeah 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 well we'll be your followers soon
1: yeah, um, <laughs> and
0: I'm sure if we just googled you various things will come up anyway for, yeah. for your
1: new film and uh, stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm You're he's all over the all over no, I'm it. joking so all over no right. probably won't I have it. the most common name I, th- so. I think I found a site exactly, for us yeah. and, them, us and or them or
0: keep them quiet but one of keep
1: quiet has got a site uh, us and them the best thing to do would just be I mean there was a bit uh, yeah I don't know just South by Southwest website or you know, yeah, I know yeah, yeah. we'll get it so, it so uh, Keep Quiet is yeah like I say it's currently on in cinemas but it is gonna in the US, well, us we'll keep enough. an eye out maybe um, give it up but it's gonna get a, a, it's months. gonna get a you know yeah, a home video yeah I'm really. sure it's 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 I'm sure it will
0: I really enjoyed that, Joe. Thanks for coming along. Yeah, thanks for that. Um, thanks for having me. So, yeah, yeah. that was the UK Scriptwriters Podcast, episode 15. I not remember. Uh, <laughs> Look at that. And we're UK Scriptwriters on Twitter and Facebook on online. You'll find us everywhere there. Scriptwriters at hotmail.com for those people who want to email us.
2: Yeah, keep uh, in and- touch. With any uh, topics that you want to discuss or issues that we haven't covered. We've covered most things, but we're, things change yeah. all the time oldest ones are now kind of five six years old so we can go you know, back
0: over stuff yeah we'll easy. be going
2: back over but just things that you've got or new emerging uh industry changes that you want us to talk about we're happy to do that we're feeling it's time to maybe do one just me and danny we've done quite a few interviews recently so it might be just uh us going through some stuff quality,
0: we, we haven't got any get... more
2: friends mate that's what's happened so the next one we've got no new friends so we're just no no we like to do it people ask for those so just going to turn the heating
1: up and take our shirt so we yeah. can see what happens <laughs> okay <laughs> leave you with that glorious uh, uh, image
2: <laughs> that's apparently what we're doing next episode so we'll see you then folks alright All then bye bye bye, bye. <laughs>